Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Michael Rossin. Thank you for joining me today. Happy Wednesday. It's weird because we uh, lost Monday. Well, not lost Monday, but Monday was Christmas. And uh, the week just feels like it's hustling on by, baby. But um, parents left yesterday, which is always just, well, actually this morning, um, which is always just so sad. You know, I don't, um, the whole, like, grow up and move away from your parents thing. You know, there's a lot of things, you know, I wrestle with, like, if I could go back in time, what would I change? What wouldn't I change? And, uh, you know, I've got some young guys that listen to me and, um, and, and girls too. I mean, obviously anybody could take this in just more male minded cause I'm a male, but, um, you know, a couple things that I could change if I could go back in time. Um, is I first off I would have never have went to college ever if I had to go to school I would have went to a big D1 southern school not some stupid little private liberal arts faggot camp um, Allegheny College sucked dude sucked it's just terrible I had a horrible time there um, and I'm sure they would say horrible things about me too which is fine but um, <laughs> I wouldn't have gone to school I wouldn't have gone to school, um, and again, if I had to, I would have went to a D1 university down south, like Alabama, LSU, you know, somewhere sweet like that, you know, um, but I wouldn't have gone to school. I would have gotten into sales earlier, um, probably would have stuck with life insurance sales. I don't think I would have changed that. Um, definitely would have gone about my life insurance sales career differently now that I look back. Um, a couple things I would have done differently. I definitely would have been much wiser with my money. Um, I think I could be a 50 million, 50 million millionaire by now. Um, and you know, hindsight's always 2020. I'm not talking about being able to go back and, Oh, Bitcoin when it's 500 bucks, you know what I mean? Or $14. No, I just saw a lot of different things I would have, uh, I would have done. And yet this is how you learn though. So a lot of people look back at their life and they're like, man, there's so many things that I would have done differently. Well, you have the rest of your life to do these things differently. You know what I mean? The problem is, is people are like, oh man, I wouldn't have wasted my 20s getting all out of shape. And then they use that in their 30s to get all out of shape. You know what I mean? To stay all out of shape. You know, people give up so early in life. Like if you're 40, you still have half a lifetime left, which sounds like a lot and a little at the same time when you say it that way. But when you're 40, even when you're 50, God willing, you got 30 years left on the planet. Dude, I think about how I'm 20, I'm less than 20 years from 50. I'm less than 20 years from 50 years old, man. So I'm closer to 50 than I am the day I was born. And uh, you just, you think about things differently, man. You know, people laugh, you know, 40, 50 year old guys laugh at me when I say stuff. Oh, you're just 30. Well, I, I feel like I have the brain of a 50, 50 year old at this point. I just, I have a different perspective. Like we were talking about yesterday on life than I think most people my age do. You can see at these, uh, my, my wife watches this show. It's these waspy, um, southern guys maybe it's called southern charm or something like that and one of their names is like jep or something i don't know is he's shep yeah that guy and uh 
I'll admit, every once in a while I'll sit down and I'll watch 15 minutes of one of these shows. And she, she probably hates what I do because I just rag on these people. But I'm looking at these guys and I'm like, how old are all these guys? And she, my wife's like, well, I think some of them are like 40. Some of them are late 30s. Some of them are around your age, early 30s. Most of them were older than me. And these guys are just, they're just partying, drinking. I don't even know what they do for jobs. I think they're all old money, you know, like old Southern money. Um, so they don't really have to work is my impression. They're traveling, they're drinking. They're all fighting and banging each other. And it's just like, you would, ex they're, they're acting like teenagers. Literally, college students at best. And there's so many people my age and older that are acting like children. Because they've lived, they've, again, when you're not exposed to real adversity, when you have a safety net like generational wealth, which is why I struggle. Like, obviously, I'm going to create general, general, and am creating generational wealth for my family. But I wrestle with how to disperse that because I see what it does to people. You know, when you have generational wealth like these guys do, and you're insulated from many of the normal problems of life, when you don't know what it's like to like try to figure out where your next meal is going to come from. You know what I mean? When you don't know what it's like to have a broken down vehicle and that you can't repair. When you don't know what it's like to like fail in business over and over again. When you don't know what it's like, like, dude, these 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 guys is biggest adversity is like getting into fights with their ex girlfriends and being in news articles, which uh, I could kind of relate. <laughs> you know, that the ex girlfriend thing, but it's uh it's. They, they, it's just there's so many guys like, and I'm not just talking about people that come from old money. I see these girls and these guys on my Instagram. You know, I'm watching their stories and just the stuff they're posting and the way that they spend their time. It's like a bunch of kids, like a bunch of kids, and it makes you wonder how everybody turned out like this. Even people that didn't grow up with generational wealth in their family. Um, it makes you wonder how people turn out like this. You know what I'm saying? This lady's going to cause an accident. Oh, boy. Go, 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 go. Oh, uh, Anyways. And I think a lot of it just has to do with the way that the world is now. You know, you, and especially our education system. I really think a lot of it has to do with our public education system and our universities. You know, you're coddled. And they say college is tough, right? They say, like, college is this... You're treated just like a high schooler in college. You're treated just like a high schooler in college. College is just an extension of the whole create the worker bees environment that you have in public education. You know, and uh, I think that you're just, you're coddled all the way up through your early 20s. And then you get into the real world. And this is, this is why you have this, these movements now. 
equity, fairness. That's why you hear all these buzzwords all the time now. Because all these mostly women started getting out into the workforce and they realized, oh, oh, life's not fair. Life's not equal. I don't get the same points as somebody else for just showing up. That's a really hard pill for women to swallow. Our participation points don't exist in real life. Well, I have the same job as him. I should get paid the same. The quality of the work, you bimbo. Okay, this guy's curing cancer, and you're sitting over here thinking about how you could throw a blacks-only DEI Christmas party. You bimbo. You dumb... <laughs> Anyways. Just like... So, it's... it's <laughs> DEI blacks-only Christmas party. What a joke. That's what that mayor in Boston did. Michelle, well, how's an Asian lady become the mayor of Boston... It should be an Italian or an Irish guy. How does an Asian woman... You guys know I love Asians. Not that Asian. Can't stand Michelle Wu. Woke. Little... I'm going to say a slur. <laughs> she just... Uh, yeah, she's she's uh, she's destroying the city. She's... She's, she's got to be tarred and feathered. Um, anyways... So you get out into the real world and you realize, like, oh, yeah, life isn't fair. I don't get participation trophies. I don't get points for showing up. I don't get points for teamwork and cooperation. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? No, you get points for getting the job done. That's life. That's just how it is. The people that execute get paid. Execution is worshipped. So if you're a woman and you don't think you make enough money, how about you compare your results to your male counterparts? Go ahead, do that. Let's let's just put let's just have let's look at the scoreboard. You know what I mean? Women scientists don't get paid the same. Look at what male scientists have accomplished compared to women scientists. Would you guys invent the comb or something like that? <laughs> it's, it's it's just now listen, I'm not trying to rag on you this morning for real, but there's no participation points in life. So you get all these kids that were rewarded for just showing up and doing their best for 22 years. And then the real world hits. And what will happen is you see that these people will try to warp reality. So you know, the whole gender bender thing, which I'm very excited to see that most of the world at this point uh, has about had it with these freaks. Uh, that's very exciting for me to see. Because they have. Most of the world at this point has about had it with this gender nonsense. I saw a great video of a Delta employee. And he's got some dude clearly a dude mad because he referred to her as or him as him because he's a dude with a dick and a deep voice and you misgendered me and dude it was just so funny the Delta guy just didn't give a shit man he was just laying into this guy but still respectfully and politely to some degree that's way better than what I would have done. Do you have a meltdown like that out in public and I'm around? You're gonna, you're never gonna forget it. You'll never forget the way I make you feel. I like, I'm looking for a reason. 
fire somebody screaming about being misgendered, I would bully them to tears right there on the spot. I would make sure that I shatter every little bit of their fragile ego. I want I want a true ego death because that's what it is. Expecting everybody else to play along with your fairy tale is ego. And at the end of the day, most of these homos, most of these gender bender retards are all they've all been sexually abused. When you look at this is the stuff that nobody talks about. When you look at the rate of sexual abuse in people that identify as homosexual or trans or any of the L, any of the LGTV people, it's so high. And so we know the correlation doesn't cause cause and correlation isn't cause it. Yeah, it is. So you know that these are just broken people, which at, at my very core, I pray for them to find God and heal. But while you're trying to find God and heal, I'm not playing around with your fairy tale. You know what I mean? Bro, you got an Adam's apple. You're six foot three. You smell like B.O. You've got, you probably, your wee-wee's probably bigger than mine. And you're going to sit here and say, <laughs> I don't know about that. But you're going to sit here and say, that you, 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 I have to call you a woman? <laughs> Bro, you could be a point guard for the Lakers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's, it's never, it's always the grotesque, ugly. You know what I mean? You notice that? It's always the grotesque, ugly, and hideous. And it's, it's interesting because evil hates beauty. Evil hates beauty. Look at architecture now compared to what it's what it's been in the past. Look at Baroque, Gothic, all these beautiful, beautiful buildings. And then you look at modern government buildings, modern schools and institutions, just blocks of brick and cement, ugly houses, ugly. Everything gets ugly. You see these Levitt towns. They're, they're all over Pittsburgh. Little pockets, little communities where every house looks exactly the same. Every house has the same size. It's just mod the modern world, liberalism, hates beauty. And it tries to invert it and tries to tell you that what is ugly is beautiful. So I have this whole fat positivity movement. You get your fat stinking ass to the gym. Get it in the gym today, not tomorrow, not January 1st. Get your big sloppy butt in the gym today and stop putting junk food in your mouth. I think it's so pathetic when people can't control what goes in their mouth. You, 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 how is it that you don't look at yourself in the mirror every morning and get pissed off? How do you not look at yourself and get so disgusted that you make a change? You can't even see your genitals. And you're out here stuffing Twinkies and pizza and all this other crap down your face hole. And you wonder why nothing else in your life is working out for you. You wonder why your fucking relate. Sorry. Your relationships suck. You wonder why your marriage sucks. You wonder why your kids don't respect you like they should. 
You wonder why you can't get your business off the ground. You wonder this. You wonder why you can't get paid what you think you're worth. I'll tell you why. Because you can't control what goes in your mouth. The simplest of all things to control. Food addiction is real. I'll punch you right in your chest so hard you won't be able to breathe for three minutes. And we'll see how real that is. Because I I guarantee you... I guarantee you, if you knew that I was going to do that every time you put a Twinkie in your mouth, you'd stop doing it. You'd stop doing it. I'm so tired of weakness. I'm so tired of looking around at all of these people with so much potential that are just weak because you can't you can't stick with it. You want to do what feels good to you all the time. You're constantly caving to yourself. You're your own worst enemy. And it's so frustrating. And many of you that I know personally, I see what you're doing and I know what you're capable of and it deeply upsets me. Because I love you and I care about you and I want the best for you. That's why I do an episode of this podcast damn near every single day. That's why when any of you reach out to me and you need help on Instagram, a phone call, anything, business ideas, bouncing the wife's problems off of me, all this, I'm always there for you. I don't charge any of you anything because I care about you. And some of you got the diet and the exercise down, but you don't have your relationship with God down. Still partying. Still beating off to pornography. Still looking and doing things that you shouldn't look at or do. Drinking too much, all this other stuff. I'm not perfect, man. I'm not perfect, alright? But some of y'all gotta get a grip. Some of y'all are dropping the ball in your marriages. Some of you are dropping the ball as fathers and mothers. Some of you are constantly complaining. Constantly complaining. Listen, man, life's tough, okay? Get a helmet, like Candace Owens said. Life is tough. It doesn't get any easier. It's never going to get easier. So you might as well accept that, make the best of it, or just die. But I want to encourage you guys today, before New Year's, man, stop waiting for New Year's. Stop waiting for some bullshit New Year's resolution. Because if you need to wait till January 1st, you don't want it bad enough. Did you hear what I just told you? If you need to wait till January 1st, you don't want it bad enough. And you're going to fail. Promise you. Promise you. The odds on you succeeding are plus 6,000. And I will take that bet. More than 90 days. You go in nine. If you're waiting until January 1st, the odds are plus 9,000 you're going to fail. You're going to fail. So get it done today. Stop waiting. All right? I love you. Bye.